0: amen amen hallelujah like what I say this morning is such a nice morning nice weather yeah and the title of my message this morning is called God's rain you know the Bible often uses examples from agriculture to drive across lessons to the people you know even in Jesus time Jesus taught uh, one of the most important parable uh, through the parable of the sower and you know he taught about the parable of the wheat and the tares and in the Old Testament, God often uses the rain, or right, uses rain to, 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 to illustrate you know, His blessings upon the people, illustrates you know, His, His presence with the people. So this morning, I want to talk to you concerning God's rain in our lives. In Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 13 to 14, here it tells us two very important rain that, that needs to come upon the land. It says this in verse 13, And it shall be that if you earnestly obey my commandments which I command you today, to love the Lord your God and serve Him with all your heart and with all your soul, verse 14, Then I will give you the rain for the, your land in its season, the early rain and the latter rain, that you may gather in your grain, your wine and your oil. Amen? Amen? So prior to this, when the children of Israel, they were in Egypt, they had to plow the land and water come through the natural means in, in the sense of that they have, to, they have to make irrigation in order for the water from the river to come to, to water the land. But now God says that I will bring you to a land that you, sh- you shall not have to do it like this anymore because I will rain upon the land and and to make the land fertile and then it goes on to say this that in verse 14 that God will bring the early rain everybody said early rain and then there's the latter rain everybody said latter rain in joel chapter 2 verse 23 he says be glad then you children of zion and rejoice in the lord your god for he has given you the former rain faithfully and he will cause the rain to come down for you the former rain and the latter rain in the first month and Hosea chapter 2, verse 3, Let us know, let us pursue the knowledge of the Lord. His going forth is established as the morning, and He will come to us like the rain, like the latter and the former rain to the earth. So these two rain that God often spoke about were the early or the former rain, and then the latter rain. So the early rain, it starts around October, and the latter rain starts around March. Why are these two rain important uh you know in in our time or rather you know the why god's you know places emphasis on talking about the early rain the former rain or and and the latter rain so in agriculture there are a few specific stages involved in producing a good final harvest firstly the planting then the germination of the seed When the seed begins to germinate, it has to mature. So, and then finally, there needs to be a ripening period. So, the early rain is needed after the seed is sown. So, after they have plowed the ground, they've sown the seed, they need the early rain to come and to nourish the seed. So, the early rain is important for the initial growth process of the seed. Are you guys following me? So it causes the seed to develop. Without water, the seed will not grow. Its development is stunted and eventually it will deteriorate and then it will die. How does this relate to us? Since none of us here are farmers. How many of you are farmers here? None, right? But the early rain signifies the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes upon the people. And why is it important for us to recognize the early rain? It's because the seed without the rain, it will not grow. So it's it's the same with us that our talents and our giftings today, without the Holy Spirit, it is not going to be impactful. You can't change life without the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit, your talents, my talents, your, your giftings, my giftings will not come to its full potential. So the early rain is important. And Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6 says, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. So we need the Holy Spirit in our lives. And the Holy Spirit has come on the day of Pentecost. You, we, we read that in the book of Acts. So Jesus promised that the Holy Spirit will be with us forever john chapter 14 verse 16 the outpouring of the early early rain has already been upon us so it has already taken place so the holy spirit is committed to help us to grow and growth is a process of change and how the seed has been sown to the ground, it will leave its, its original state of, of, of its environment and be thrown onto the ground. And then what happened was that the soil is going to cover it up. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be in the ground in a, in a, in a period of, of darkness per se. And there's weight that's, that's pushing against the seed. But you know what? With the reign of the Holy Spirit, the seed begin to grow, and it will break forth the heaviness, it will break forth the darkness and it will come into light. So it, with our lives, it, with the talents that we have, maybe some of us, we have the giftings and talents we, we've been using for other means. But when the Holy Spirit comes upon us, it gives us, the process of growth, gives us a purpose to that talents and to that gifting so it's no longer just for you know for the sake of using those gifts but it is going to be used purposefully for the glory and the kingdom of god amen so the holy spirit is helping us to to grow and this process of change needs to keep on taking place in our lives if we are to grow from glory to glory from strength to strength and from faith to faith friends changes are not comfortable change is never comfortable people are naturally resistant to change the inability to change will always keep us in the ignorance of the possibilities in our lives if you are if you decide this morning that you're not gonna change you will not understand you will not even know what the possibilities of your life can be so we need to learn that you know just as how the world it keeps on changing Our change must be consistent with God's purpose, not with how the world changes. We don't change just because for change's sake. And in in one of the the slides, the picture just now, someone was saying that, you know, whoa, look at those hairstyles in those times. How many of you are glad the hairstyles have changed? Fashion have changed? Am I right? And when we look at those photos, is that really me in that photo? And say, huh? My hair looks like that? But the thing is this I look at you guys now, as, as many of you that I've known since the early days. I thank God you look better now than before. Some of you even look younger than before. Amen? Amen? So the thing is this change is inevitable. Whether you like it or not, changes are taking place all around us. The world is changing, it is ever changing. But the Bible warns us that we are not to be conformed to the world's pattern. In other words, our change must not be according to what the world demands. Our change is not about conformity, but our change, just as how Romans have told us, it needs to be a renewal of the mind that is consistent with God's ways and God's purpose friends we need to constantly make room for the holy spirit to help us to grow and to help us to develop and to change in this entire process so the early rain helps us to grow and then the bible also talks about the latter rain so you guys understand the early rain right so now the latter rain the latter rain is needed to bring the process of growth to maturity a good harvest is always the aim of any farmer not just merely a harvest but a good harvest without a good harvest all the sowing is wasted while the early rain causes the seed to develop it is the latter rain that helps the seed to mature growth may not necessarily means maturity how many of you have known people who are of age, but yet they are not mature? Don't lift up your hands. Some may be living in your house. But the thing is this, that growing, or rather growth, is not necessary maturity. A plant can grow, but fruits will be a sign of maturity. That is why Jesus in Matthew chapter 7 verse 17 says a good tree produces good fruit and a bad tree produces bad fruit the good that describes the tree listen to me well a good tree good fruit but the word good here for both of its definition the good tree the good in the good tree is different from the good in the good fruit The good that describes the tree in Greek is the word agathon, which means well and healthy. So it is a healthy tree. But the good that describes the fruit in Greek is the word kalos, which means distinguish. A healthy tree produces. Distinguished fruits it will make that's why now we know that a tree is known by its fruits so it is distinguished amen change is distinguished from the former so you can't say you change but still remain as the same old person you can't just say oh I'm bearing fruit but what kind of fruit is it fruit that will distinguish you? Or fruit that, that's going to dishonor you? Fruitfulness in our lives is maturity in Christ. So the former rain helps us to grow, but the latter rain helps us to come into maturity. The Holy Spirit is committed to bring change into our lives and then from that change to maturity. When the harvest is done, what happens is this sowing begins again. The lettering also prepares the ground for the next sowing. Maturity teaches us not to just sit on one harvest. Am I right? That's why we keep on sowing. We keep on reaping. Now we understand a little bit more about having new experiences with God. That's why every year, I tell myself this. I challenge myself. I aim to expand my capacity. I aim to sow more than the previous year. I aim to challenge myself. Challenge every ministry not to be stagnant. Don't Become like the former because we are being renewed every day and that is the the what they call That's the promise of the Holy Spirit upon our lives upon the, the the Word of God upon our lives So if the simple truth is this if we can't get past the place of change there can be no maturity So we we can grow Yeah, all of us we can grow am I right even you don't want to grow you are still growing in physically am I right? yeah but the thing is this but if your growth does not come to a place where you are going to be more mature then something is wrong you can't be a 40 year old but yet act like a 14 year old it's not cute sometimes you see kids who are seven year old but they act like 12 year old you do well, you know you look, you, know, you look at them, it's so cute, right? <laughs> but it cannot be the other way around. So it doesn't matter how young you are as a Christian. But I believe that maturity is a desired process, is a desired thing for us who are in Christ. So we need both the early and the latter rain in our lives. Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 24 says, they do not say in their heart let us now fear the Lord our God who gives rain both the former and the latter in his season he reserves for us the appointed weeks of the harvest so God gives us rain we need to recognize that it is God who pours out his rain upon our lives amen so we need the former rain for us to grow and I'm saying this again, and we need the latter rain to help us to mature, to produce fruit. So that's why the Holy Spirit can fill us time and time again, and He's continuously working in each and every one of us. Amen? So as we know that God gives us rain, but there was also a time in the Old Testament when it did not rain for three and a half years. Remember in First Kings chapter 17, when God told Elijah to proclaim a drought? In the land and for three and a half years there was no rain upon the land God caused the heavens to shut and no rain fell upon the land why was there no rain is because the people had refused God in their lives their leaders Ahab and his wife Jezebel have turned the nation around to worship Baal to worship false gods it was not just the fault of the leaders but also the people themselves in first Kings chapter 18 verse 21 he says this then Elijah stood in front of them this was at Mount Carmel alright and said how much longer will you waver everybody say waver yeah. hobbling between two opinions if the Lord is God follow him but if Baal is God follow him but the people were completely silent talk about a message that cuts to the heart the people remain silent Because they could not answer. And they knew it was the truth that was in their lives. These people, they were wavering in their commitment and loyalty to God. Friends, this is not far off in our modern times. People are still wavering even this morning between what is right and what is wrong. We may not have bills per se, you know, in our lives, the the statue of bill, idol worship or things like that. But my question to all of us do we know what pleases god and what doesn't is the skill tip heavy on doing what doesn't please him friends where is our commitment and loyalty to god friends we can't commute between the bills and god in our lives Friends, even though, like what I said earlier on, there's no bills in terms of a physical form. But I want to say this. It is not even about the world becoming God, but it is the way we choose to live our lives that have become God. That will eventually become bills in our lives. Are we wavering? Because we know. How many of us, we know that there's something in our lives that we know is not pleasing unto God, but yet we still keep on doing that? How many of us know that our commitment to God, our loyalty to God can be a little bit better? Are we wavering between God and those things that we desire? Friends, even though God causes the rain to come, even the early rain has come and the latter rain is continuing to, to work in our lives, the Holy Spirit is not obligated to do His work if we don't live according to His word. If we want Him to reign in our lives, if we want God to reign in our lives, firstly, we must acknowledge God. Friends, this is not about knowing a concept or having an idea. Acknowledging God goes beyond just belief. The people, remember, they gathered at Mount Carmel. Why were they there? They believe in Baal. They also believe in God. If they are wholeheartedly believe in Baal, there's no need even to, to be there for a challenge because they know that it is true. And why say worse? Huh? Am I making sense here? It goes beyond belief. Friends, if our faith in God is just merely belief, let me tell you something, even the devil and his demons believe in God. But the difference is, when we acknowledge Him, then we must care in how we live our lives. Because you can't confess that, oh yes, you know, God is true but then our lives does not bear witness to that. And that is what happened in, during you know, Ahab's time where the people, they refused to live in accordance to the word of God. God shut the rain over their lives. How many of you will want to have a season of drought upon you? But you want a season of rain. Amen? I believe all of us want a season of rain. So we must care how we live our lives. What we do on this part of eternity matters. Friends, let me give you an analogy. How many of you have sat for exams before? Okay, okay. how many of you have failed before? Yeah, let's hands. Thank God for that, amen. How many of you have received papers before? How many of you received many times? So anyway, yeah, okay. don't lift up your hands. I see our lives here on this earth. It's like an exam. But the only difference is that there's no receipt. You can't come back and receipt again. So how we live our lives matters. On this side of eternity, friends, make sure we do well because we can't receipt You can't go back to when you were 16 years old. You can't go back even to yesterday. You can't even go back in an hour, just an hour before this. So every moment matters. Amen? Turn to your neighbour, tell your neighbour, every moment matters. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to verse 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your paths. The Bible tells us it is not in some ways that we acknowledge Him, but in all our ways. So God is directing our path. If we want Him to direct our path, understand this one thing, that God is not leading us away from the challenges of life. When we acknowledge Him, it is about faithfully following Him in every way and also prioritizing His presence in our lives, that God becomes important to us. So we live our lives in a way that we, we are so, you know, we are so fearful of losing His presence with us. Remember Moses? In Exodus chapter 33, verse 15, he said, he said to God, if your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. So if, if, I, if we do anything that loses your presence, then God, you know, we, we better not do it. But we think this too lightly. And in, in, in you know, just in about you know, two months ago, I've heard of, of people uh, that, you know, I've read their books, I, I've heard their songs, I sang their songs. Christians who have fallen away, and these were people at one time were 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 people who influenced their generation one who wrote a book about dating they have really changed the, the you know the, the whole uh, landscape of, of, of dating and some churches use that even as, as a dating Bible for 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 their youth and another who wrote songs that was like, oh, wow, that made people, you know, that's drawn closer to God and, you know, really tears flowing down because of the presence of God. And, and these people have said, have declared they have lost their faith in God. I wonder, even for our lives, how deep is our relationship with God? How deep... Is our acknowledgement of God in our lives. If, there's, if God is not important to us, then our lifestyle will show it. If God is important to us, our lifestyle will also show it. Amen? Then second thing, alright? If we want God's reign in our lives, we must worship Elijah had to rebuild the altar of worship, the altar of sacrifice. Worship is not just about music and song. And worship is not an event. Worship, first and foremost, is the way we live our lives. Jesus even told His disciples in Matthew chapter 5, verse 24, He was teaching them, if you have a grudge against your brother, leave your gift at the altar, be reconciled first, go you know, and do that first, then only come back and offer their gift. Friends, worship can be pretentious and act as a cover to the contradictory life that we live. You know, we come to church, we lift our hands, we sing, you know, to the loudest that we could, even at times that we tear. But I tell you what, that's only one small part of what worship is all about. But how about our day-to-day life how are we leading our lives how are we living our lives that is a louder worship than just the songs and the music that we play friends remember this every pretentious act is not acceptable acceptable to God in Isaiah chapter 29 verse 13 God says this these people came near come near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips Wow beautiful description you know, of who God is. They say, come, you know, they come to, to God and, you know, and, and they declare, you know, honor to God. But then God says, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship of me is based on merely human rules that have been taught. So God does not want that. You see, who did that? The prophets of Baal. They were dancing and screaming and cutting themselves as were their customs. First Kings chapter You know, uh, 18, I think, yeah? And verse 28 says that. But all these things were meaningless because the center of their worship is not God. What is worship? Friends, it is about the right valuing and the right pricing of what we focus on. That's why Paul, in Philippians chapter 3, verse 14, says, I press toward the goal to win the price of which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. So that is the important thing. You know, even Paul, he keep on pressing on because he knew, he knew who God is because God is his price. And his whole entire life, he lived it. Or you know, from the time that he got saved, he lived it. So that he will not lose that price. And at one point he says that you know, less I preached and I disqualified myself. So he was very, very careful of how he lived his life. Friends, I pray that we will not subscribe to a belief or to a Christianity that only points towards ourselves, what we want, what we like, or, or what, we, you know, what we, we, you know, we, we prefer. But let us follow hard after God. Let us really live our lives, even in these last days, that we need to be even more diligent than ever before. Because there are so many distractions that can happen to every one of us. It's not just outside of church, but even within church. And I pray that none of us will have the reign of God shut over our lives. Why we are not growing? Why we are not maturing? It's because the way we live our lives. The seed has been planted. Every one of us, we have that seed. But God is not obligated to reign upon us if we don't live according, in accordance to His word, if He is not important to us. Friends, I pray that none of us, even including myself, that we will not be, that we will, I pray that none of us will be pretentious Christians. I know it's a sobering thought, but as I look around, what's happening in the Christian world it is alarming and it's really sad that people are falling away but all this does not just happen it starts off with the little in their lives when they do a little bit a little bit that shuts the rain of God over their lives and after a while it just totally shut and there's no more rain that seed won't grow, that seed won't mature, it will just eventually deteriorate and die. And friends, let me tell you, it can happen to every one of us. It can happen to me, even as a pastor. It can happen to you as a worship leader. It can happen to you. So that's why we should never have our faith built upon excitement Upon happening things, we really need to come back to a place of the importance of God and His Word and His Spirit in our lives. I think in, in the Book of Hebrews it says this I wish by now that you all would have become teachers. But yet you are still like babies needing milk whereas you should be thinking in solid food friends but that's what happens when we don't grow when we don't mature I want give you I want to give you a picture here this morning can you imagine? I come in here on Sunday holding a baby bottle and having milk in it and you see me drinking every other time. Does it look weird? Does it sound weird? A 40-year-old man drinking from a baby bottle? But it's not weird for a baby to do it because it is consistent with the level of the baby's growth but the problem is this without knowing spiritually we are doing the same we come to church and the worst thing is this we feed ourselves once a week drinking from that bottle how are we going to grow how are we going to mature and we keep on just sucking and then we wish that just that one bottle even though you you can drink two bottles how much can you grow we need the solid food of God's Word of His presence so friends can we stop being immature and start to choose to grow don't come to church and say oh you know oh you know the songs today, I, I don't like it, I can't worship. Friends, you're holding a baby bottle. You're just sucking. Don't come to church and say, oh, that message, you know, it's not as exciting. It's not as, as animated. I tell you what, you are having a baby bottle. It's sucking. You come to church, someone offends you, and you're like, ah, I don't want friend that person anymore. You know what? You are having a baby bottle, sucking from it. Friends, we need to grow. We have only this time in our lives on this side of eternity. Let us grow deeper, because the rain of the Holy Spirit, the rain of God, is made available for us. He wants to pour out. He has already poured out his early rain, his former rain, and the latter rain is upon us to help us to grow and to mature, to have a harvest and then you sow again. When, 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 when you have a harvest, when the tree produces and, and your fruit, the, the fruit will have its seeds inside and what happens is it, 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 it has the possibility to grow again. So that is what for each and every one of us, we don't come, you know, we, we are not Christians who are just taking and taking and taking. We need to sow more. Amen? if our mentality is oh God, you know, I just want to reap. I tell you, we are, we are making the biggest mistake of our, our belief in Christ. Our aim should be, God, we want to sow. We want to sow. It's only when we are mature, we are able to sow. So can we be serious in our, our walk with God? Because the, the reign of the Holy Spirit, the rain of the God's reign upon our lives is not automatic. It's not he's not obligated but he is personal in our lives every one of us and he reigns upon us we will grow we will mature so I pray that we will have a lifestyle that's consistent with that rather than taking him you know if some of us have this mentality oh God is is, is a God that I'll run to him when I need help If God is only that to you, you are like a person holding a baby bottle and sucking from that bottle. Friends, I want to challenge you. Even in your life, if you are a husband, you are a wife, a ch- you are know, somebody's children, friend, I want to encourage you. Let us grow up. Amen? Let us grow up. Let us grow up. Sometimes, people complain about their family. It's because people choose not to grow up. People complain about church. It's because they choose not to grow up. They complain about Their work is because they choose not to grow up. Friends, let's really grow. Amen? Because God has made it available for us. Yeah? Some people still, you know, can't make decisions in their lives. Come on, grow up. Take the responsibility of the decisions you make. Don't be coming in and sucking from a baby bottle. You know, I wanted to to preach a message on that. And the title, you know, I was thinking about it. I wanted to put it, who needs a bottle? But I tell you what, I pray that none of us, turn to your neighbor, tell your neighbor, you don't need a bottle. Amen. Let's have solid food. Amen. Yeah. Let's have solid. The babies, yes, they need a bottle. Yeah. But we need solid food in our lives. Friends, it's time to grow. It's time to mature. It's time to bear fruit. Amen? So let's get ready. Even when God challenges us in our own personal life, some of the things in our lives that need to be stretched, some needs to change. Let's do it. Don't stop. Let's do it. Turn to your neighbor, tell your neighbor, hey, he's talking about you, man. Turn to the other neighbor, tell the other neighbor, he's also talking about me. Amen? So let's grow I believe that this message, this sermon is for every one of us. It's a reminder even for myself as I was preparing this. I was just thinking through, I say, God, help me, help me. I don't want to ever have your rain, the heavens to shut over my, my life and no rain to come upon my life. I don't want to be a baby Christian. I don't want to just, you know, being fed with milk and and just drinking from a bottle. I want solid meat. I want solid food because I want to grow. I want to be able to be useful in your kingdom. I want to be purposeful in your kingdom. I want to bear fruit for your kingdom. Hallelujah. So friends, I want to challenge you this morning. What are some of the areas in your life? You know that God is challenging you. Maybe it's, it's in the area of giving. Maybe it's in the area of serving in the area you know of 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 your relationship with God would you you know even make even more effort maybe it's also your relationship with people that you've been holding a grudge for for so many years it's time to let it go you know you may be upset with your parents or come on, let's grow up yeah, yeah maybe you've been a christian and and you, And God is not important to you but I pray that this morning you catch it you catch God's heart and say God let there be a renewal in my mind maybe some of you you're so fearful that if you don't do what the world tells you to do or the ways of the world then you will not make it in life I tell you what friends that's such a lie if the world tells you that you have to do this to be successful I can tell you this there's a way that's far higher than the world and that's God's way who can promise us not just success in this world but also in eternity the reward is greater sometimes we are so bound by all these things friends, let's grow up let's mature amen some people say oh you know I've you know my work is like this and like that oh that's why I have no time for God you don't know what you are saying You don't know what you're saying because ultimately god is more important than anything else when he comes first everything else is going to fall in place when you have the reign of the holy spirit you have the reign of god over your lives i tell you what you will prosper with the early rain you will prosper in the latter rain you will prosper even at times when the ground may seem to be dry and the seed you know is hidden but i tell you what God is still working, and then that seed is going to grow. The land is going to be. So don't be just self-focused. Like, oh God, you know I'm upset today because you have not done this. You have not given me that job. You have not given me that raise. Come on, let's grow up. Yeah, some people may, may be upset. You know, like oh God, even why until now I still don't have a girlfriend. Come on, grow up. You know why you don't have a girlfriend? Because you're still stuck from the bottle. Who wants a baby? Tell your neighbor, tell your neighbor, ouch. The same. Yeah? So, guys, come on. Let's grow up. Amen? It's time. Let's move forward. Let's grow up. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, let's pray. All across this place. Shere dia baba rama han dia masuno rianna Shona dia baba rama dia masuno o dia baba rama baba Thank you Jesus Father we thank you Lord there are so many possibilities so father that you can bring about in our lives, oh God. Lord, we pray that we will not be so short-sighted. Lord, we will not be a people who still remain as a baby. But we want to grow, Father. We want to be able to take in solid food. We want to mature in the things of God. Lord, we know that You have the early rain, the, the latter rain upon our lives. Help us not to take this for granted, O oh God, but to take every opportunity possible Lord for you to work in and through our lives Father we pray let nothing stands in the way between us and you not our jobs not any relationship not you know finances not challenges or circumstances but Lord help us oh God that in all things that we will be able to move forward and to grow deeper in the things of God to love you more To mature, to be able to bear fruit, oh Father, in every season of our lives. So Lord, we pray, speak to us. If there are some decisions in our lives this morning that we need to make, so that God, that we can, Lord, become mature. Lord, we pray that we will do all, everything possible to make those decisions. So with every eyes closed here in this place, that's what I want you to do. I want to challenge you. If you know that in your life there are certain decisions that you need to make and this morning you are saying, God, I will do it. I will lay it down. Wherever you are, all I want you to do is just indicate to God. Just lift up your hands to God and then we're going to pray together. Amen. Wherever you are standing, just lift it up. It might be that guy. It might be that girl. It might be your finances. It might be your job you're so fearful that you're going to lose your job you know it become you know it has become a a bondage to you that whatever the job tells you to even though it's, it's wrong you know that it's not right but you still keep doing it because you are so afraid I tell you what friends bail has taken place in your life but we need God but this morning you are saying enough is enough God I choose i choose i choose you above everything i choose to have the heavens open to rain upon my life so wherever you're standing just lift up your hands to god we're going to pray oh god we want to be serious with you lord we don't want to drink lord from a bottle from a baby bottle Oh, Lord, we want to grow. We want to walk with You. Oh, sedia, Lord, you see these hands that are lifted before You. Lord, thank You, O God. And Lord, that, Lord, we can first make a decision. And Lord, You will. Lord, indeed, look upon us and help us through, O Lord. Father, if it's time that we need to, to, to spend more with You, Lord. Lord, we want to do it in Jesus' name. Father, if it's time if there are things so oh Father that we need to lay it aside in order to embrace you Lord we, we choose to do it in Jesus name Amen. Father we pray that God help us oh Lord to be true followers disciples of Jesus Christ Lord thank you thank you that your reign is upon us thank you the early rain and the latter rain. Is upon us. Thank you, O God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Let's pray together. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you. God, that you are here with us. We thank you for reminding us how important is your reign over our lives. Father, we pray that nothing that we do in our lives lord that will shut that rain oh father upon us oh god lord we pray help us to walk in your ways help us oh god lord to always obey you and to follow after you to keep your commandments lord in our hearts lord we pray oh god in jesus name that we will grow to become mature lord we will grow to bear fruit lord we will not lord be eating or or just drinking off from the bottle anymore but we will. Lord, be able to take in solid food to grow, O oh God. So, Lord, help us to mature. Help us to understand what it means, so oh Father, to live our lives in accordance to Your purpose and to Your Word and to Your will, O oh Father. So, Lord, we thank You. We pray that be with us. Lord, continue to challenge us even throughout this week. Lord, we are things, so oh Father, that, that needs to be set right. Lord, help us to set it right in Jesus' name. Give us the strength to do that, Holy Spirit. So, Lord, we thank You. We praise You. Now may the love of the Father, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us. Lord, let this week be a week of overcoming, O God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. This sermon has been brought to you by Harvest Generation Church. We hope you've been blessed and encouraged.